This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 363 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Total Saddlefit, Kentucky Performance Products, and EcoVet. Charlotte Jorce joins us on today's show to tell us about her experience at the World Cup Finals in Sweden, and Amanda Johnson comes on to talk about the big show in Omaha. Stay with us to hear about some showing tips. This is Reese Goffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hello, Phil. Yeah. How are you? Happy May, right? I know. Happy summer weather. Well, I don't know. It was, I, it was almost hot fa- here today. So really? I'm going to say that. I'm in a good mood, and you're not going to bring me down because <laughs> you're having storms or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We are having, we've had very bad storms actually. So I, it, it, a lot of rain. My grass is very, very green. <laughs> <laughs> and growing, I'm sure. And we can't keep up with it. We've given up at this point. It's like a jungle out there. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Eventually, horses need to eat more, but now the horses are getting fat. So like everybody's muzzled. So they're not even helping. Oh. Well, what can <laughs> it's you do? Good. What can you do? It's always nothing but, nothing but problems, right? Well, it's the challenge of owning a a horse farm, that's for sure. Nobody told me that when I was like, oh, I'll get a horse farm because I'm going to ride horses. (laughs) So I guess now Rolex week is done, Derby (laughs) week is done. Yep, our kind of crazy first of May has settled down and now we sort of go into horse show season and um, we have... A clinic this weekend with Richard, who came on and, and did some long lining, and uh, which is good because we've long lined a few times by ourselves, and um, it's time for some help again. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Need a refresher. Little refresher, yeah. Like uh, the other day, I was like, "How do I hold the reins again?" You know, when you have a lesson, you just—it's easy. So I'm really looking forward to having a lesson with Richard this weekend. That'll be fun, and um, yeah, it's gonna be kind of quiet around here, and then it and then it ramps up again. So uh, I know you guys are really starting to get ready for horse show season now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be coaching this weekend, and then almost every weekend for the next three months. So. Yeah, you have a very, very shortened season, so yeah, so it's good. You know, yeah, we're looking forward <laughs> yeah, to it. So, go uh, time. yeah, Love we're gonna it. we were thinking about horse showing, so we're bringing some tips, you know, about <laughs> about riding tests. I guess you know that'll be sort of our summer um, theme. You know, that's, that's mm, you know, the more we, the more that we do it, the more that we think about it, and the more we can bring that sort of stuff onto the show. I guess, right? I love it. Well, right after this commercial break from Kentucky Performance Products, we're going to come back from FEI rider Amanda Johnson and hear about her time at the CDI Four Star in Omaha. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. 
It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijuel Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijuel allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijuel. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, this evening, we are so excited to have Amanda Johnson, USDF gold medalist and just an amazing trainer and friend of Philip and I on the show. Mandy, welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, you just got back from the test event in Omaha, and we wanted to hear all about it. I did. It was a wonderful opportunity to be there. The show was just fabulous. Very well run. The venue is amazing. It's going to be so, so nice for the World Cup. Omaha definitely exceeded my expectations for a city um, to host an event like the World Cup. It was just a great experience all around. So, so tell us, why did Omaha, because I think that's, uh, some people are like, oh my gosh, it's in Omaha, but we heard uh, Katie Pogue came on last week and told us how great the venue was, um, and that yeah. it was really beautiful, but tell us a little bit more about the venue and about, like, when people would come and spectate, yeah, what about the Yeah, tell us about city? the city a little bit, uh, you know, you know what's, what's going on in Omaha, what's, what's the city like, what are the people like, I think, I, I think it's got good reviews from everybody that went. Yeah. Yeah, um, everybody was very friendly. Uh, we, our group actually stayed in two different hotels. There's a, a Hilton that was connected to the venue, to the Century League Center. And that was very convenient because you could just walk across the Skyway to get there. And then I stayed at, uh, I think it was the Fairfield Suites that was just uh, maybe about four or six blocks away. Uh, very short drive, also walkable. Um, and that was a very nice hotel as well. Everybody we met was very friendly. We went to eat a few times in the old market, which was within walking distance to the Century Lake Center. Very cute downtown square, um, old buildings, really nice restaurants, good shopping. Um, everybody walking around was very friendly, very nice. It was a very walkable area. Um, it was a good time. And the weather was beautiful too, which helped. Yeah, that always that always. Helps. Yeah, after being in, you know, <laughs> stuck in uh, the Chicago area for the winter, it was probably one of the uh, few nice days that was like above seventy degrees. So we were really soaking it up, walking around <laughs> outside, enjoying the weather. Tank tops. I would have still been in a sweater and a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was warm. You know, I was like, oh, what's this thing in the sky that's so bright? You know, and how to dig out the sunblock and the, the uh, sunglasses. It was, it was fabulous. I love it. So tell us about your horse. So I was riding a 14-year-old Lipizzan Stallion owned and bred by Linda Leffingwell. Um, she at Temple Farm. So he's part of the Temple Lipizzan stock and uh, she owns them and did all of the training on him up until about three years ago now when I started to take over. And with her help, um, I finished him to Grand Prix. And this is his uh, second year, second time doing a CDI. So we did Dressage at Devon in the fall 
was our first attempt, and it was pretty good. And this time, I would say we didn't have as good of a ride, but he scored just about the same. So I think I think we have a lot. We made a lot of improvement over the winter, and there's still a lot more to go. So we just need some more experience to get in there and do more more shows. Uh, t- tell but us what's his, what's his name. Yeah, I mean, Amanda, what's his name? Pluto Six Anderella. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The Lipizzanos with their, their. Yeah. So, Pluto is the the father name. I think there's like five, yeah. five names. Convers- I can't name them all, but Conversano, Siglavi, Pluto. Mm, that's the top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are, those are the and then there's a I've few others. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mandy, tell us about the new judging system for the freestyle. How was that, and, and, and can you kind of talk us through that a little bit as well? Yeah, so what they did is they sent out an email to us. Um, it was about a week before the competition saying that we will be meeting with the program designers for the new system, and to go to this link through the FEI, we had to get registered through the FEI to have our own little special website, and put in our floor plan. So that was kind of cool that we got a have this program that was actually really easy to follow. It came with a PDF that explained all the new rules and uh, you just entered in your floor plan, uh, you know, basically your test. And so at the end of the day, you got printed out a test of your freestyle and it had the coefficients in it. If you repeated a movement, then that was added to the degree of difficulty if he had a special combination of movements, that was added to a degree of difficulty. And a special combination was a combination of movements that is not found in a dressage test. So I okay, had so something that's uh, one, yeah, one in the canter. So I have a movement where, let, so I did a half-half right to a 20-meter circle of two tempies. And the judge can accept or deny your combination. And so <laughs> when I did my half-half, my what? two tempies. My two tempies kind of failed, and so they did not accept my degree of difficulty there. Oh, but I think that's worked for the two tempies, but because, you know, I, I didn't make that smooth transition to the two, they're like, no, I don't think that that was right. So they count. did not accept that. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. We didn't, we didn't <laughs> add that degree of difficulty on. And then my next combo of movements, I have a pirouette and a half to an extended canter to a double pirouette. Oh. all on the left lead. And that time, most of the judges accepted that combination, but a, maybe one or two did not because at the end of my second pirouette, we kind of stalled out for just a half a step, which some of the judges did not even see. Thankfully. Uh, well, <laughs> thankfully, I guess right? that's why there's, so, there's, there's more than and, one judge, right? Yeah, so. we're like, thank right. you. See that? And so, but most of them accepted that as a combination. And then on the right lead, I did that, just fine and we got I think sevens all the way across and they accepted that degree of difficulty and another one of the trot is I had an extended trot short diagonal followed immediately by a half pass short diagonal and that's not found in the test and they they uh accepted that as a you know combination of movements that was a like 0.1 or 0.2 added score degree of difficulty so it's really really neat that you could develop your four plan it just kind of gives out your degree of difficulty store what you could achieve if you did everything perfectly. Yeah. Um, me, so, I think so I had not like a, a nine. A, sorry, I'm just trying to think of the math here. It's not a multiplier. It's a just an additional 
addition to your score? That it, I think it, what it does is it gives the judges a guideline. So, yeah. like, if I were to do everything in the test really well, the score that I should achieve is a nine. Now, the judges uh-huh. do have leeway to go up or down a little bit on that score. But right. that is what they tell you it should be. You know, so that'll... Uh, well, I think I heard, which I could be wrong, I'm not sure, but, like, Char- Charlotte's priest on Vallegro was below an eight degree of difficulty. Interesting. So if she did everything perfectly, she would only she would get, still get an, eight. An, eight an eight or less. Interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. This so is I, cool. Yeah, because I, I definitely yeah. think that, that horses or and riders that are doing, you know, a complicated test should have a little bonus. I think they've been trying to work this out for years because I remember Totalus's mm-hmm. freestyle from, from WEG was, was quite simple, you know, that he used yeah. to ride yeah. and, and, you know, and the, and the horses and, and, and riders that were doing much more complicated tests, you know, that they designed, you know, have, have not a chance to, to catch up. But now I think that they, they sort of do, right? Yeah. That, that's the hope that it, gets to be a little bit more transparent and even playing field. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense. So I think sense. it's and definitely on a, on, a, on a good way. And I just hope yeah. that, you know, because the people who will design the freestyles will see what exactly gets the degree of difficulty higher, that we don't get these process tests where, you know, every test kind of looks the same because it's the most difficult thing you can do. Right. And kind of gets True. away a little bit from the artistic creative movement that maybe they haven't thought of that's really difficult. So mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. where the, the judging needs to be a little bit flexible or if somebody comes up with something super creative that they can be like, yeah, that was very difficult. Yeah. We're going to yeah, reward yeah. that too. I like it. I like it a lot. So that, but that makes sense. Um, but it just sounded like a fantastic event. Everyone seemed to have a great time. Uh, and it really sounds yeah. like next year it'll be a, it'll be a really fun world cup. And I don't know if Phil's ever been to Omaha. Phil, have you ever been to Omaha? <laughs> I've never had a reason to go to Omaha. <laughs> you gotta get them a mistake. My, my wife was just in Kansas. She she was visiting on a uh, animal nutrition uh, course or or deal out there. So, um, yeah, it's I I don't I have no idea what to expect, but I um, I have a good time no matter what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it it was it was a really nice city. It was really pretty, well organized. I think was to be kind of a fairly new city. The city development was really easy. That was great. Yeah. And my, also my we question were there is, with uh, sorry, the, I just want to talk about the venue a little bit because yeah. I had a little bit of a, the, of a detracting thing about when we went to Vegas for the World Cup. I saw it twice there. That the spectators don't have a view of the entire uh, arena because it's, uh, Vegas is quite small in that Thomas and Max. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's it like? What was the, the view for the spectators at, uh, in Omaha? So we got tickets one of the nights to see the jumping. I think it was the speed derby. And we sat um, on the first level, the, uh, top, um, the highest seats in the first level, just below the second level. Yeah. And you could see everything. It was, we were in the middle of the arena. But I think you could pretty much see everything. There wasn't any beams in the way. It was all open. Yeah, because I think I think like it was from good, from the pictures we saw a lot of pictures that that sh- I think showed that it was it was bigger than the Thomas and Mack Center. And I yeah, think, and you and could seats more. You as could well. ride all the way around. Yeah. Oh, you could. Oh, nice. Okay. 
Yeah, that gives us an idea because they, you, they, you can't. I think Vegas. they will be able to make it go all the way around. For us, they just. I think you could, but they they made you turn around right before the very, very end. But I I believe they'll make it fit uh, when they have the World Cup there. Mm, cool, cool. That's great. Excellent. And then they, I don't know what they're going to have for um, the World Cup, but it was really nice for this CDI and maybe for the future CDIs that they're going to hold there is the warm-up arena was in the middle of the vendor area. So you had all oh. the shopping around the warm-up arena. So like people could, there's so many people just sitting around like eating lunch or, you know, shopping and taking a break and looking at the horses and taking pictures. And I thought that was kind of a cool thing too. That's really cool. That'll be interesting, actually, to get yeah. to get back mm-hmm. there if they'll let everybody back there. That sounds. That's yeah, I don't know if they'll cool. do that for the World Cup, but but for the CDI, um, they did, and that was that was kind of a cool thing. Excellent. Well, Mandy, thanks so much for coming on the show and telling us and giving us a firsthand look on what Omaha is going to be like. Actually, everybody has been super positive, so I am really looking forward to it next year. And how would our listeners find you online if they have any questions? Uh, you can contact me through Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Amanda Johnson or Amanda Johnson Dressage. Um, also, AmandaJohnsonDressage.com is my website. A Johnson Dressage at gmail.com for email. It's pretty easy to, to Google. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> Excellent, Mandy. <Yeah>. Thanks so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Well, that was an awesome discussion about Omaha. I'm looking forward to it, Phil, for next year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I hope to see lots of great riders in Omaha next year. And after this EcoVet commercial, we're going to come back with actually the U.S. representative to this year's World Cup. Charlotte Jorst is back on to tell us about her experience in Sweden. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wonderful if your horse could enjoy a zone of repellency from pesky flies? Well, he can with EcoVet. EcoVet is an entirely new type of fly repellent that is safe for horses and those applying it, offering a real alternative to toxic pesticides like pyrethrins. EcoVet confuses an insect's normal directional ability, the bug's GPS, if you will. So if it can't locate your horse, it can't bite your horse. Dr. Wendy Ying from the Driving Radio Show has been using it in South Florida, also known as the Jurassic Park of biting insects, and she just loves it. EcoVet's active ingredients are naturally occurring food-grade fatty acids that have been clinically shown to improve the condition of horses with difficult-to-treat Swedish problems. EcoVet is effective on mosquitoes, ticks, noceums, as well as flies. You can visit EcoVet online at eco-vet.com for more information or to order. You can find EcoVet at Dover Saddlery Stores and EcoVets on Facebook. Just search EcoVet, E-C-O-V-E-T. Well, as promised, we have Charlotte Yours just back from her amazing World Cup tour in Europe. Charlotte, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be back. It's just, it's always great to be on this show. I love it. We love it. And you did. We were we were over on this side of the pond just cheering you on and watching. And wow, did you make a huge splash at the World Cup. Can you tell us about how it went? I just loved it. It was 
so unbelievably wonderful. I love the Swedes. They were obviously super supportive of me. And um, I love the arena. I love being so close to all the people there. It was a full sold out arena on the on the freestyle. So there was 12,000 people watching. And it was electric there. It was just unbelievably wonderful. Charlotte, when we were talking to you before, you had uh, mentioned that you had quite a tricky schedule. How did, how did that all work out with showing Akeem over here and then going with Nintendo over to, uh, to Sweden? It actually worked out really, really well. I ended up showing um, Akeem and then I, went, I left right away and Nintendo had had a couple of days off in Holland and it went, out, it went really well for him. And then I met him in, when he arrived in, uh, in Sweden and um, because the Gothenburg is only three hours away from Copenhagen, I was, um, all my family came, uh, they drove over and saw me ride, and they were all staying in a hotel, so we were a big group, so it was so fun. We went out to dinner, and we went and saw Gothenburg, which was a really, really charming city. So my, and both, uh, my oldest daughter had spring break, so she could come. So it was a big, big, big party the whole week, and it was just so such an unbelievable experience the funniest thing was though that the show was in the middle of Gothenburg so it was the, the we were the horses were actually kind of staying on the underneath this whole stadium in the kind of the basement so oh everywhere you really? went yes so everywhere because it was in the middle I mean in the smack in the middle of Gothenburg and wow. there was traffic all around so and the indoor arena that you warmed up it was in the kind of a basement and you walk through these, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to call them sewer uh, uh, places, but you know, like you see in movies where, I mean, it looked like, like old sewer pipes or something that you would walk through to get anywhere. Oh my and gosh. so it was a really, it was a huge experience. So we arrived and you walk through these, this maze of these canals or whatever. I mean, there were obviously wasn't any water. But that was so, and then you walk into the indoor arena, you warm up there, and you again, you have to walk through, again, another whole maze of them to get to the real arena. And then you ride in there, and it's like, boom, 12,000 people, and right in your face, and you come through all this darkness where you have walked through like a good 10 minutes. So that was just a really big experience for me. It was just tremendously, I mean, it it was fun, but it was just so different. That's where you were, so you just had your stall. And then all that under underground area and then the indoor arena where you could only ride, you know, a few hours a day. Wow. So it was really did, special. Yeah. It was really wow. interesting. And how did Nintendo take, you know, this is such a different, and he had come from Florida and when he left, it was quite hot. We all remember, Ooh, it was hot. So how did he take that? Like, how did he deal with that? You know, Nintendo is like a, a war horse, you know, he's like a ninja. <laughs> He he doesn't really care. He he just takes whatever comes. He you know he he would he should have been in the Trojan War or something because he doesn't. He just proceeds with whatever conditions he's in. He couldn't care less. Um, I was cold though, coming directly from Florida. Oh, I bet. He doesn't care. <laughs> he did not care. He loved it there. He loves attention. He loves to travel. He loves you know to fly and. So for him, it was like the perfect trip. He got to do a lot of that. Oh, that's awesome! I'm uh, I'm still curious a little bit about the venue. So where was where was the warm up? If you're coming from underground to you know say getting on to prepare to do your tests, there was an underground indoor arena. 
Wow. And that was really completely yeah, no 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 natural light in it or anything, but big enough, you know, but it was just underground. Everything was underground. Wow. And then you walked through, then you walked back out in the in those areas, you know, I, I don't what to and lack of a better word, I'm calling them those, you know, sewer pipes sewer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like tunnels or something. Wow. Yeah, like a tunnel. So you walk back out into those and then you walked over on asphalt, you know, so you hope your horse wasn't spooking. <gasps> oh, they didn't and even then you walk and then you walked up a big ramp up to the up to that big arena where all the people were. You walked up this huge ramp and then boom you're in the light. <laughs> wow. So it was just wow. like crazy. It was so much fun though, because I love I love stuff like that. But oh, I could gosh. see why other horses would be a little bit um tricky to ride. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a horse that's gonna <laughs> yeah. gonna go and, and just do it. And you did. Yeah, and have fun with that. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. I mean, your both your Grand Prix and Freestyle were fantastic. So let's start with the Grand Prix. How did that go? I love the Grand Prix. My the Grand Prix is one of my best ones. And I just I was so determined to just ride a clean Grand Prix. I was just like, I'm not gonna not do a clean Grand Prix. So I was just like every movement, I was like, okay, now we're doing this and now we're doing that. So and then I uh, and then I kept on smiling, and I was just and and then the country was was really really good and really really clean, and and I got one of my best scores I've ever had, so I was just thrilled with that. And awesome. then in the freestyle, um, I had never done. I had new music, and because of the 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 speed of it all, I had never really done um, the last that last line. So I turned too early and then I rode all the way up in the face of the Swedish judge. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently at the at the um, at the press press conference afterwards he had said that uh, that he liked that he liked it. He thought it was a great show of sports because awesome. apparently everybody had the people were laughing when I was done with it and I was just uh, I'm just gonna salute right here and, and get out of here. So yeah. it was uh, it was super, super fun. And oh. even the freestyle was very clean and, and uh, Nintendo just felt so good. He was, he was in super shape and form and, and he just loved the whole thing. I didn't ride him a, a lot when I was there. I just took it easy. So he gathered really his strength and that was a good tactic not to ride him into the ground there. I didn't warm him up that much. I just kind of took him around a little bit and then in the ring and, and he loved it. What, uh, do you have any other secrets to sort of your your success that that uh, you could share with us? You know, I think a lot of uh, the a lot of what characterizes my horses is that they are so happy, and I think um, they are because I do a, a tons of trail rides with them all the time. Like a typical week would be I ride Monday, Monday, Tuesday, then I trail ride Wednesday, and then I ride again Thursday, Friday, and then they get uh, either the weekend off or, or just trail riding again. So I don't do a lot of hard work with them and, and they always get breaks. And at Nintendo, even today, he went on two trail rides, one before the riding and one after. And they just love it. They get around. And, and then you also avoid all the spookiness that other horses have because mine are always out in the boonies, you know, <laughs> going through water and doing all kinds of things. So my horses are never spooky. And that's, that's been a fantastic help in all these big arenas. I mean, I did New York last year gotten board this year and i i'm almost 100 percent certain that the horse is going to be great in there and that's well, true for all the horses and that's just that peace of mind that your horse is going to go and it's going to have fun and it will actually enjoy the, the everything and then whether you have a mistake or not but that's not one of the things that you have to worry about 
No, and, and that's think, huge. Yeah. And you watch your horses and you watch how you ride them and you are so happy and you can tell you guys are having so much fun. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your met- mental preparation? How did you get ready? Um, I actually visualize a lot of the tests before I go in. So I visualize the test and then I visualize myself being really happy. I visualize that it's, uh, that it's, it's going to go great. And then I try not to change anything. Like uh, a lot of people go completely berserk with healthy food or no drinking or anything. But, you know, the day before the World Cup, I went out with my family and I had a, and we, we were like a big group and I had a couple of glasses of red wine and I, I didn't come home until, 12 o'clock at night and Mm -hmm. so you try not to change too many things because I feel like every time I I become I've changed too much or become too healthy or too this (laughs) then then it becomes then you know I become then you uproot your whole personality and then it's it doesn't work anymore yeah, Charlotte, that's oh, I why I thank you so have... much. I'm like, I like Charlotte and so good. But you do, you have such great joy when you ride your horses. And I think, um, you know, we all need to remember that, that we are having, you know, we're really here to have fun with our horses. And, you know, I, I watch the kids in the ponies and how much fun they're having. And I'm like, you know, we need to make sure we don't lose that. And I think that's one of the pleasures of watching. I them. love watching kids and ponies. That is the funnest <laughs> thing ever. Because they got, can you see what they can get done? They can yes. do no reins, and they just yeah. go ride those horses, and the horses do what they want them to yes. do. It's fantastic. It is, and and I, I, I love that. Joy. Yeah, and it's such joy to yeah. watch you ride. And, and I would t- uh, tell everyone, it's on YouTube. Charlotte's ride at the World Cup was fantastic. And N- Nintendo definitely looked like a dressage ninja. Like, he was so good. And uh, just the joy that you had. And it was so fun to see you represent the country. And what was it like to represent the U.S. for the first time? On, on a, it on was a- fantastic. It was great. And I loved the Swedish people. They were so receptive to it. And um, it was sent in Swedish television. And um, and you heard the Swedish uh, Swedish people. They're like, "Oh my God, we can look at her smile. She is smiling. Look how happy she is!" And they couldn't believe how happy I was. And they were just so supportive of the whole thing. And the people were laughing in there and all of that. So I'm actually thinking maybe I'll put something fun in my music. I'll make them clap in the middle of the test or something because I think oh, would Nintendo fun. would love that. Oh, so uh, I'm just I'm just having so much fun with the whole thing, and I think it's amazing what you can achieve if you put your mind to it. And and I love Mr. Nintendo and my freestyle, and we're just going to plug along and continue to do great and have a wonderful time doing it. Oh, I love it! So uh, Omaha next year. We've been hearing uh, nice big tips on on the venue. It sounds great, and the city sounds fantastic. Is that sort of in the plans potentially? Yes, I already did my awesome. first qualify and got a great score. So I'm Super. definitely, I'm definitely going to try it for Omaha next year. Nice, awesome. Well, we can't wait to see you, and we will be a huge uh, supporters up in the up in the stands. Philip and I, uh, hopefully, we'll be there as well, covering the covering the show for the radio network. And um, but Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on the show thank again you so much. and and going through it. We were we were such cheering you on, and we will be cheering you on in Omaha for sure. You guys are the best. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we will talk soon. Super. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. 
Well, Phil, it is time for our Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, and um, we we do. Justin is such a great supporter of our show, and uh, the six-point saddle pad. The The shin pad, uh, yeah, that we've both got. Awesome. Yeah, it's a fantastic pad. And, and we wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about that. And um, what I love about this pad is that, you know, horses change and you and I are both in areas, uh, at least for me in the summer, I'm, I can't call the saddle fritter out every four minutes, you know, when I need them. And in Florida, it's a different story. They can come out the next day if you feel like something's a little bit off. But uh, when you're here and when we're home in Kentucky, that's not always an option. And so it's really fun to, or, you know, it's really handy to have this saddle pad um, that if I feel like something's changed or something's a little different, um, this saddle pad really kind of helps with that. And uh, honestly, if I have any questions, Justin from Total Saddle Fit so easy to talk to. He's been on the show multiple times, but he's just like that in person. And if you have a question, you can really come back and and ask him and he's great and can really help you uh, with your saddle fitting questions. So um, not only is the six point saddle pad fantastic, honestly. I mean, it's it's really been great for me, especially this time of year. I'm dealing with uh, some three-year-olds starting some horses and of course, I'm not going to have a saddle fitter come out and and fit a horse that's going to change next month and going to change again the month after and, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I keep a couple of uh, what I would call breaking saddles or, or just, you know, older uh, yeah. saddles that I have around that, that I use for the young horses. And, you know, if they don't fit perfect, I try to do my best to, you know, to pick the best saddle, but um, they're not always going to fit perfect. You might have a little tilt here or there. And so, you know, I can take the saddle pad you sort of shim it, you know, to, to fit what I think is going to work best for the horse. And, and if he changes, I can reshim it. And, you know, it gives me a lot of flexibility in, uh, in dealing with these types of horses that just come yeah. in for training and build muscle and then change. And, and, uh, you know, what you can do is you can take some photos of your saddle, of your saddle sitting on the horse, of your horse's back. You can send, you know, you can email them to Justin, say, Hey, Justin, I bought your saddle, saddle pad. You know, what do you think about, you know, how, how should I shim this? You know, then he's going to say, do this and then take a couple photos. You send that to him. He says, Oh, that looks pretty good. And so, you know, in areas that, that you're not going to have a saddle fitter easily come out to see you, like you were talking about, or just, you know, just to be able to sort of try and get by on your own for a little bit. Uh, this is, Perfect. I think it's awesome, yeah. awesome pad, and they make you know uh, two different versions. One one that if for a really high withered horse uh, has been awesome. I have I have that version on uh, having a little bit of an older horse, and and it has no shims in it because he's got his fitted saddle, mm-hmm. but um, it's it just provides him with a little extra padding, and he's got this really high wither. It's been you know the other sheepskin pads are not going to fit this horse because. Um, you know, they pulled down on the wither, but, but, uh, this pad has been awesome for this horse too. So lots of great options from uh, total saddle fit, saddle fit. Uh, you can check out all their products online, total saddle fit.com. Well, for this total, this week's total saddle fit tip of the week, we have Amanda, Amanda Johnson came back on, uh, and we just talked through some tips, uh, for horse showing. So I hope you enjoy. Well, for this week's total saddle fit tip of the week, we snagged Mandy Johnson to come back on and talk a little bit about preparing your test for the horse show. And she just got back from the CDI four star in Omaha. So she's got lots of great tips for us. So Mandy, thanks for staying and, uh, talking to us about this. Yeah, so I guess the first tip um, is always know where you're going. Use your eyes. Look ahead. Know where your endpoint is so you can ride accurate. 
makes the horses really follow your eyes. So that's kind of a no brainer and something that's really easy to do and everybody can do. Yeah, so, I got I got a tip for. Sorry, I'm just gonna jump in here. I got a yeah, tip for, for yeah. um, the first level test. I believe it's test one because we're running through tests now like crazy. We got our, our first sort of local horse show coming up this weekend. Um, got mm-hmm. a few riders going, so I, I'm I, I love this idea because we I think we've all been working on on test patterns and you know what's good and and I was just uh, helping a rider um, last night actually. Uh, it's the first time for this rider to be riding first level. And so I, I think you guys know that the canter transitions happen at A and C instead of a corner. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I really think it's important mm-hmm. to try and make this transition as straight as you can. And that means riding a corner, getting that horse straight, and then riding the second corner. And not, you know, the horses just want to fall in when, when you go to canter there. And uh, I tell yeah. the riders to continue to look straight until the horse is cantering, and then you can start the corner. Otherwise, yes. you're just doing the transition mm-hmm. in the corner, how it occurs in training mm-hmm. level anyway. So um, and yeah, then keep it your eyes more focused like a circle. when you're going yeah, across the short side there. Keep your eyes focused uh, straight ahead so you can make that transition as you know as good as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a good yep. tip. Now, you guys, so this is actually a pet peeve of mine. Sometimes riders actually look too far ahead of where they're going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I was talking about. The rider's already looking down the next long side, and the horse hasn't cantering yet, you know? Yep. Yeah, for uh, sure. Or on a circle. You know, I always say look a quarter the circle ahead of where you're going, not the whole way around the circle. (laughs) So, Mandy, tell us about how you – what are your tips on that? Yeah, so when I catch a rider doing that, what I'll – say to correct them is look to the inside ear always look ahead but keep your eyes focused through the inside ear so you don't overturn your head because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. again yeah. you overturn your head and then your eyes are actually telling the horse to go somewhere else yeah, <laughs> not on yeah, right again and then they you... start to crash in on that that 20 meter circle uh-huh. it starts to become 15 and then yeah. 12 11 you know i uh, i try and tell the riders to you know to look in between the ears and sort of use that as sort of a a target point you know because if the horse is bending correctly then they're going to continue to follow that circle and your eyes are going to be a little bit more along uh, along where they should be and not like you said you know turning their head all the way to the right i find it's a little bit of a problem right. with jumper riders cuz they're they're looking for the next fence but mm-hmm. uh you know we're just riding a quarter circle at a time so uh, they don't have to be looking all the way back to where they began, right? Back to the track. Right. Right. I love it. Mandy, always, what's your next and then yeah. I guess the next tip would be always riding uh, the step ahead of you. So always riding that moment, that quarter of a circle ahead, a few steps ahead, and that way you ride in the moment. If you're riding in the moment, you're too late a lot of times, and then you're just riding in the past. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, also I think you know not too far ahead as well. I always think no. that I always catch riders forgetting about the corner. You know they've got a movement uh, that's going to happen at A or around uh, you know on the diagonal line at F. You know you're doing a, but you know ride both corners. You know so think a step ahead to the corner and then what's going to happen after the corner, and then mm-hmm. the next corner too. I just it's been a pet peeve of mine for a couple of weeks now. Just. People cutting the corners <laughs> off and making making that short side uh, uh, just a, an oval, you know. That's it's not an oval; it's two corners right. with, a, with a with a straight piece in the middle. So, I think yeah, the corners are your friend because when you get up, you know, to FEI and you have your tempi changes and you have a horse that has 
a huge canner where you have to really fit in the fours right out of the corner. If you yeah. cut that corner, if you're overriding, there is no way you're going to get it. So you have to be able to set your horse up, make sure in that first, first corner they're balanced. Right before the second corner, could you half out and get a change right there? If you can't, you better use that corner so you can get that half out and change right out of the corner. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. No, I think that that's, that's so right on. And I, again, that comes back into the, the practice of that corner. You know, you need to mm-hmm. ride that corner that way every time. Yeah, you have to like, really think about it, right? I, mm-hmm. I think it's just, you know, oh, what happens afterwards, but it's just like, okay, I just slow it down a little bit. I say, okay, you know, come into the corner, get the bend and come out of the corner and, and then I can transition to whatever else is next, right? Yeah. So I got another question for you guys, because I think this is always, you know, between students or trainers, do you guys like to practice the tests? Mandy, what do you, do you like to practice the test or have your students practice the test? I like to practice parts of the test because I feel like some of the movements build into each other and like for the first level test three, where you have the the 15-meter circle at A, the canter lengthening, and then the shallow loop serpentine, mm-hmm. the X and back. Some of these horses, if you do your your canter lengthening and they don't have the hoe at the end of the line, <laughs> then they are careening through that loop and swapping leads, breaking because they don't have the balance. So I'll par- practice those parts of the test to make sure that one movement flows into the next and you're not finding these little moments like – the canter lengthening is going to cause too much speed and a little lack of balance. You're not surprised when you go into the test and be like, oh, my gosh, that's, what's ha- that's what happened. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of fine those little bit um, where those tests flow together and just practice those most, but not really the whole test at once. Go through it one time to kind of know how it rides and then just practice the pieces. Yeah. No, I, I, I think go through it at least once. Yeah, at least I once. Think, yeah, I think that, that when people are like, oh, I didn't practice my test, I'm like, oh, my gosh, because like you said, sometimes you read it on paper uh, and you're like, yeah. like and then you go ride that and then you're like, oh, man, and it's like that first three, I, I don't have breaks going into the loop and that's that's a bad deal. So I think mm-hmm. I, I, I at least practice it once, if not more, or, you know, if there is that group of movements, I'll do it for a couple of weeks ahead, maybe, you know, so I'm, I'm a preparer. So I like to do that. And I like to know sort of how the test rides and how it feels. And, you know, if my horses start anticipating, yeah. okay, I add in some circles or I add in some lengthenings or something. Um, but I am one of those uh, trainers that I like to ride through it at least once. I, I was just riding through this evening. I think we're all, all of us trainers are helping people get ready for shows now. And uh, we had to do it three mm-hmm. times. We just kept going through the test and it was a, it was an intro test. It was a, a fancy test. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, you know, we got to keep doing it until it goes well. And we did it actually three times. Um, but you know, it was really important because she was having some trouble in certain areas and, and that was where. Yeah. yeah. I think if you practice it a few times and then you sort of, you can say, okay, well, these are the things I really need to focus my training on over the next little bit yeah. to make sure I can nail those parts that, or, or at least get through those parts that are, are giving me difficulty I'm like Mandy, you know, like I don't like to do, you know, the the entire test a whole lot. I, I like to say, you know, you know, break the trot section down a little bit and do maybe half the section and then, you know, something else and, and, and then come back to another little piece of the test and, you know, make sure it's all there. But, but uh, you know, not, not to get the horses bored with what they're doing. 
Right. And then so another that- thing to, to help save your horses is I'm a big believer in visualization of the test. That as a rider, we can sit and kind of meditate on the test and go through it foot by, footfall by footfall where you can really feel in your mind where those half halts need to be, how that corner is going to ride, how straight you can ride your center line. And I think by doing that, you're so much more mentally prepared, and that really saves a lot of miles on your horse. I completely agree. For sure. I, I'm, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I start at least a couple weeks ahead of time, you know, especially for the FEI test. You really have to oh, spend yeah. some time. You know, you have to just, you know, do it in the evening. The Grand Prix, you know, you have to do it all the time. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. no, I think it's really, I think it's good to just sit for quietly and go through it. I think that's a really a great tip for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mandy, thank you so much for coming on and staying for our Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week. How would our listeners find you online? AmandaJohnsonDressage.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and also contact me by email, ajohnsondressage at gmail.com. Thanks so much, Mandy. You're welcome. Well, as always, we love Facebook and email shout outs. So feel free to jump online anytime you want to chat with Philip and I. We always love that. And you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to reach me is through Facebook or my email at philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week.